Wasn't very good advice Probably shouldn't have said it twice So don't give us credit We very much regret it Just keep it in air quotes Welcome to Air Quotes. This is Kristen. And this is Chelsea. Welcome back. So recently I got a DJ gig. What? I think I got it from the podcast, but I'm not entirely sure. Really? I mean, it's not like I'm promoting DJSlice.com. I don't have a website yet, so I shouldn't say that. Uh, Yeah, but um, DJ Slice did get a gig. It was a referral um, from one of our friends. Awesome. She said her aunt was looking for a DJ, and so she asked if I would be interested. I said, what is the gig? And she said, I don't know. And I said, okay, I'm in. Then come to find out, the DJ gig is for an assisted living. <laughs> That's awesome. Doesn't that sound amazing? Yeah, what kind of this music? This is right up my alley. I know. What kind of music? Who cares? They can't hear it. They're deaf. I shouldn't say that. That's rude. <laughs> 50s? 50s? 60s? Pop your collar. Yeah. I, oh, I am going to pop my collar. And also, I like the fact that you know they're going to be done by like six. You know, yeah. like this is my gig. Now, the problem is I didn't take it because I don't have any equipment. Oh. So I realized that if I'm going to start getting gigs, seriously, book me now, people. I need to get equipment. So I went on KSL and I looked for some DJ equipment. I did find some. I also found out that the fact that I don't know anything about DJ equipment, like one of the ads I found was like, this is a complete package. It has everything you need, mics, turntables, switchy knobs, you know, no, whatever. But then it said, but it doesn't come with a laptop. And then I was like, why do I need a laptop? Because that's how you get all your music. Oh, yeah. That's where it is. I'm like, crap, I need a laptop. And then it said, like, also comes with a coffin. What? Yeah. So then, like, I looked up coffin, and, like, this is a normal term for DJs. It's like the box that you put the turntable in, I believe. It's just that, like, you know, kind of black-looking kind of thing. But anyway, they refer to it as a coffin, and I was like, I don't know about that. But anyway, so it turns out I need to get myself a coffin, turntables, and some knobs. Mm. Switchy knobs. Switchy knobs. Nonetheless. Yeah. And then I need to learn how to use them, but I am dedicated to this gig and I will not assisted living because I won't have it enough time. But future gigs I'm going to going to take upon myself. So anyway. Can you believe it? No. I'm like a real DJ. I know. I'm booking jobs. What let me just ask you one thing. Like, what's your intro gonna be? Like, say you did take the gig, how would you introduce yourself there? Hey, this is DJ Slice. <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I like it. Um, Maybe practice a little. I mean, like I said, the popping the collar is the most important thing, so I don't really care what I say just as long as I pop the collar. I also really want to get, like, one of those jackets that's, like, LED where, like, it goes with the music, so it's, like, oh. flashy, right? Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, so I'm going to be playing, like, some Beatles, and it's just going to be all Eleanor Rigby, you know, just going along with me. I don't know what, I don't know what assisted living t- is listening to. I'll do my market research and decide. Yeah. But anyway, so, yeah, while that's happening on this front, Chelsea and I, we got together, and we were discussing some some recent events, like typical and we realized that our lives have been changed by the fact that we both um, married farm boys. Yep. So now when we were discussing the fact, I said, hey, maybe we should do an episode about the fact that we're more city girls and we married country boys. And 
Chelsea's husband overheard us and he said, yeah, that sounds like a really good episode. And we're like, you don't even listen. Like, That's what can't... I said. Says yeah. the guy that doesn't listen. He's like, well, even though I don't listen, I still have good ideas. Yeah. So he said he would listen to this. So I said, I think what we should talk about is the fact that like maybe they drive us nuts, but we drive them nuts. You know, like they do things that are, are we can't understand, but then also we From do the things. farm. Yeah, but then we do things and they can't understand. So then I asked Tyson, I said, hey, can you tell me what's something that Chelsea does that you don't understand that's like city living? And he was like, uh, she just doesn't give a crap. Like, I mean, kids are running in the street out there. Like, do you, do you care that the kids are out and like just running around? He did not say that. Well, he did say that. <laughs> but then he did mention the fact that the first time they got together – Oh, no, that was when we were discussing fears. He mentioned that. Remember? Because I was like, what fears should you have? And she, he was like, she has no fears. She just lets the kids run around in the neighborhood. She Which just, I guess should be more farm life because you just let them run wherever. But yeah, like, you have Everyone's that. fine. Um, but he did say that one of the first things, like the first family outings that you went to, like you brought. Oh, yeah. Like, you tell the story because I. Well, so I guess farmers make a lot like when they do meals they do meals like lots of big salads lots of big meat plates everyone likes to eat and we had the very first wakely gathering we went to i was asked to bring a pasta salad so you know i just made a little pasta salad like i would do for my family and i went and set it on the table and i didn't really think anything of it but they all they still give me such a hard time cuz they're like this is as much as tyson's dad would eat himself like you just made a single portion one person just walks was by it and like grabs the like a cereal bowl. bowl or was it like a like a fruit bowl but they just it's just too small for them yeah i i don't even want to say this out loud but you know those like suddenly salads that are just like oh yeah in the that's box that's what i made oh. one of those for oh, yeah. his whole family i think that's like two serving sizes <laughs> i know it's embarrassing but at the time like my family just make my mom just makes like little portions and Tyson said the first time he ate at my parents house he was like nervous to like take any because like the size of the corn bowl he would eat all that corn and she's like, <laughs> like passing it around with this. a spoon for everyone to take one <laughs> scoop of corn and he's like I'll just take the whole corn bowl like just give me all you know so I really had to up my game now I would make like Five of those. I mean, I can't even use those boxes. Like, you just have to yeah, buy, like, the big Angie bag knowing. of pasta. Well, when Randy and I were first married, I remember him making tater tot casserole, which is pretty country, right? Like, I, never I, didn't had even it. Know, I didn't even know what it was. Like, you put tater tots on the bottom of the pan, and then you mix um, ground cooked ground beef and cream of mushroom soup and green beans, like, together in a mix, and then you pour it over the tater tots and then you cook it i think there's another piece to it i think there's something else i'm probably i don't anyway but like this is a big deal right like it feeds a bunch of people well, well randy made this massive pan for both of us we were eating it for breakfast and lunch and dinner for a week but he just like he bought like two bags of tater tots you yeah, know lined the whole thing and i was like i cannot eat tater tots out or casserole again but yeah i mean he he has never grown out of the fact that like everything he makes is massive if you remember i threw him a birthday party and it was a surprise birthday party and i said i'm gonna get him to make a potato salad for the party 
And so I told him we were having a little shindig, like, because I asked him what he wanted for his birthday. And he said that he'd like a couple close friends to come over. And I was like, yeah, okay, great. I'd love to do that. So, you know, I invited 150 of our closest friends, rented out a place. And and I said to him, yeah, okay, I've got, uh, uh, you know, I've got a couple friends coming over. So if you could make a potato salad, knowing full well, it was gonna he be was making a vat. Right. He made the biggest bowl of potato salad. And I knew that I didn't have to tell him, like, we're going to have a lot of people. I knew that him just just thinking it was going to be like eight people, he would make this massive, massive bowl. So, yeah, I mean, it was it was brilliant on my part. Right. Mm -hmm. Very smart. Yeah. Yeah. It's just different. Like, because now for birthday parties, I'll have my sisters like all of them bring fruit where I could just ask one of Tyson's sister and they would bring more fruit than my sisters combined like you just go big yeah i guess that country they just, living go big i don't understand though i still don't understand do you think that they just eat more i think they just eat more like super hard work you know oh yeah they must all because i mean i remember randy saying that like as kids they had cows and they would milk the cows and it was like gallons and gallons like a day right and they would go through all of that milk and if i can go through two gallons a week it's crazy like we I, go through a gallon a day do you really yeah what are your kids eating they cereal? love they love milk glasses of milk cereal yeah just they pour themselves glasses of milk all day long my kids love milk tyson loves milk well there was a point in time where randy wanted asher to get a cow because he thought it would teach him responsibility where are you gonna put a cow yeah i mean besides that like who has a cow nowadays that has to get up and milk a cow you know but randy's like i think we should really consider getting asher a cow i think that you know this would this would teach him you know whatever responsibility but i was like the kid can't even keep his room clean like i am not gonna bring in livestock in the backyard and have him i like all i care about is that he does his homework like he changes his underwear we're not bringing a cow into the equation, which, of course, yeah. Randy thought was ridiculous because that's the only way you teach a kid responsibility is by, like, giving them this massive responsibility that you can't handle, right? Because right. a kid can't handle that. Of course, we're going to be after him all the time. Like, did you milk old Betsy? Like, of course he didn't. He's a kid. I know. It's crazy just how different things are because, I mean, Tyson had pigs and was entering them in the – what is it? 4-H or what? what yeah, is it? Is yeah. That right? Yeah. When he was, like, Boone and – Hank's age. I'm like, I'm trying to get teach him to tie their shoe, and you're out there like raising cows. Okay, did we we didn't have 4-H, right? No, because I remember going to a state fair, and Randy was saying he did 4-H, and I was like, I don't even know what 4-H is, and he's like, What are you talking about? It's like the high school program. I'm like, I have yeah, no we didn't clue. have that. We had Deca interior right. decorating. We had peer leadership team. <laughs> <laughs> we had health uh, hosa health something or other it's health yeah i know <laughs> but we didn't we weren't taking care of animals i know it's crazy i had no idea it was like this huge thing and i really had no idea until i went to college and i had a roommate that was like a rodeo queen and she was a big time like 4-h something or other yeah and yeah I, the one good thing about raising animals though is ty's mom said they never had to have the birds and bird and the bees talk they'd be like oh just go look at the pigs can see what happens <laughs> no this is how it works no Mm-mm. you don't teach your kids that way <laughs> well you don't have to teach them anything they just see it all yeah well and i think that the farm life like they're more used to pets outside versus pets inside right oh like, for sure we couldn't randy and i couldn't agree on having pets i know when tyson and i got married i had a dog 
I lived on my own. It was a little Yorkie, you know, those little yappy, cute puppy. But I loved it because I lived by myself and those dogs bark over everything. So any little noise, like she'd alarm me. She slept next to me in my bed. I lived by myself. Well, as soon as we got married, like his whole upbringing is like, if the dog gets sick, you shoot it. If you lose the dog, you get a new one. All dogs stay outside. You know, like there is no sort of pet in a dog. Mm -hmm. And so he was just like, what the heck? And we started traveling more and we were gone a lot. So I felt bad. So I was going to get rid of the dog. My parents actually took it so I could still see it. But there's no way I could ever talk him to having an indoor animal because that's just not how it yeah. goes, you yeah. know? Yeah, Randy was that same way. Like, the dogs don't belong in the house. No. They're outside. But I'm like, no, mutts are outside, right? Like, if you have a raggedy old dog, yeah, keep it outside. But if you have a well-groomed pet, it's a pet. show it off a little, you know? They but don't he's think like, that way. No, no, no. Well, I know. Um, also, like, driving, like – crazy he said he got pulled over when he was 11 years old early in the morning and the cop was like where are you going and he's like i'm going to work and he's like 11 you can't drive he's like well how am i supposed to get to work then he was going to move pipe at like the crack of dawn like can you even imagine it's so crazy how different things are yeah, I mean, Randy always told stories about driving at, like, young ages, and I never believed him. And then, like, the parents, like, years later were like, oh, yeah, yeah, he was driving truck when he was four. I'm like, four? But turns out, yeah, they would just, like, let it idle, and he'd just steer it on the farm. Is it just, you know, so they, they throw, throw the hails or yeah. whatever? It's I don't crazy. know. There's no way I would ever let that happen to my children. Like, I would not let them drive a, a truck at four. You but know? part of me thinks sometimes, like, I wouldn't mind shipping the boys up there in the summer and, like, have a move pipe and, like, learn really hard manual labor. But like I said, we're still working on shoe tying. <laughs> we're, like, on a totally different level. Well, I should have known I was in it deep when the first time I went to visit Randy's fam – or I had met Randy's parents, but no, no, no. I had met his siblings, but I hadn't met his parents. So he's like, let's go to New Mexico. Let's meet my parents. He's like, we'll go into town. I remember him mentioning, we'll go into town. And I was like, going into town? Like, what does that mean, you know? So when we got there, I was in his sister's room. Like, that's where I had, you know, slept the night or whatever. And I noticed that she had, like, her Pioneer Trek clothes, like the bonnet and the apron and stuff. is going somewhere awesome. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh. And they're like, well, let's all go into town. And I was like, let's all go into town. So I like went in, in her closet and I put the bonnet and the apron on. <laughs> and I came out and I'm all, well, let's go into town. And they were like. So offended. Si- yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> I was like, hey, I mean, is it this town attire? And they're like, no, that's Pioneer Trek. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Anyway, that was like the first time his parents had met me. I, I, yeah, it wasn't the best. Like, Randy's just, you know, he was just like, are you kidding me? This, no, 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 don't be doing this. But I don't know, just the whole thought of like going into town yeah. makes it seem like it's, I know. it's a movie scene. Right? I know. Well, the first time I went to Ty's parents, I was like, had the dumbest questions, but I was like, how do you go trick or treating? Like, you can't see any houses. Where do you trick or treat? Or how like do if, they trick or treat? They have to do like go all go to like the city. <laughs> so they go to a place and everybody trick or treats. Yeah, in that location. I guess. But their whole entire city is less than my graduating class in high school. Oh my gosh! Or like, if you want to play with a friend, like, what do you do? And he's like, I'd have to ride my bike like miles to their house. It's so so crazy. they must have just not played that much, right? Like, yeah. Or they just bike the whole get in bunch. trouble. 
Yeah, I mean, that that was the one downfall that Randy said he didn't love about country living is he's like, I wish that Asher had a cow, but I'm glad that he didn't have the upbringing I did because he's like, I was a troublemaker. Like, Randy was, he, you know, he was getting into trouble all the time. He's, I remember telling this, oh, well, his famous story is that he got in a fight with a guy on his wrestling team or, or football team, but they couldn't um, fight. Because then they get kicked off the team. So Randy pinched his nipple and it like popped right off. Popped the nipple off? Yeah. He like ripped <gasps> the guy's nipple off. Like they were pinching each other. And then he like grabbed his nipple and he's all, it just snapped right off. And I'm like, are you kidding me? He's all night. And I just flicked it back in his face. And I no. was like, are you kidding me? Oh my gosh. This brings up another story. <laughs> that I was, When I first got pregnant with Jones, I was talking to one of my neighbors and she was saying something about, are you going to breastfeed? And I was like... Well, like, you know, I don't – it's my first baby, but I thought about it. And she's like, oh, the first time I breastfeed, my nipple fell off. And I was like <gasps> – oh, I came home and told Tyson, I'm like, I cannot breastfeed your nipples. I didn't know nipples could fall off. I guess they can be ripped off. Jeez, watch out. Okay. It's dangerous. Well, that came from left field. <laughs> Sorry, I just thought about no. it after the nipple twist. No, I, 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 I think that there's – probably with any relationship, there's this learning curve. Because we all, you know, upbringings are different or whatever. But I just didn't expect so much, like, shock and awe when it came to our relationship. Like, one time I went down to Randy's parents' house. We're eating the stew. And, like, I go to dish up and I'm, like, ladling it in. And I look over and there's, like, a jar, like a canning jar, a a mason jar. And on top of the lid it says meat, question mark. And I'm like, What? You know, so I'm like, okay. So I go back to the table and I'm all, hey, uh, what's what's the meat question mark? And his mom's like, oh, yeah, we can't remember what meat that was that we canned. And I'm like, okay, well, what are our options? Let's <laughs> let's at least narrow it down to a few. And she's like, I'm pretty sure um, that before you and Randy met, Randy witnessed a guy hit, an, I think it was a cow, in the middle of the road – and because he saw it hit, the guy just drove on, right? He just took off. Actually, so I think Randy it was a deer. Randy took the roadkill. So Randy scooped up the roadkill because it was fresh. Like if that Randy's off, that guy was just gonna leave it. Like I was all fresh meat, right? So he <gasps> scooped it up, it. put it in the car. He took it home, and they canned it. And she's all, I think that's this meat. Well, they should have wrote roadkill meat. Instead of me. Well, I'm like thinking that's best case scenario, right? Like this is what she's hoping the meat is. What are the other options? Also, mind you, she said before Randy and I were married, this was 10 years into our marriage. I'm like, this this roadkill is like, (laughs) it's fermented, right? I uh, Yeah. No, if it's canned, it lasts forever, right? I don't that's, know. I know that I, I know that I have Christmas 1994 turkey dinner in my closet at home. So canned. just saving it for a special t- moment, you know, canned. Yes, canned. Uh, they just, you know, you had Did leftover. Did you eat it? No. Oh, I scooped around it. I scooped, like, I was like, okay, I have to eat, right? Like, but, but I'm not eating the meat. Meat question mark. So I scooped around it and they all thought I was ridiculous. They were all just like, what's what's her problem? Like, this is good meat. Like, whatever it is, it's good meat. Like, we canned it, so it's good meat. Like, I I didn't – I wasn't intending on offen- offending anybody, but, like, I meat need to mark. know what I'm eating. Like, that ma- yeah. <laughs> that matters to me. <laughs> I know. Well, I'll be – I'll tell a story of, like, we – one time my dad, like, made a bed in the back of the truck and we drove around – 
like in the city and it was so cool. Like my sisters and I thought it was awesome. And then he'll throw in a story where like they're in their van and they were, it was one night. So it was late. So they're all just like laying around sleeping. And his mom ran over a herd of sheep. A guy was herding his sheep in the night, which is dumb on his part, but there's no streetlights anywhere. So she's just flying down the road in this big orange van with all six of her kids in the back, runs over the sheep. Like Tyson's brother said, he woke up thinking like, mom, did you hit a tree? Because he's like hearing all these like breaking noises. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh. Just straight through the sheep, plowed through them. <laughs> I mean, that never happens in the city. No, no. Where is that going to happen? <laughs> I know. I mean, I guess if you go ride well, a great sight the sheep. In Salt Lake, the sheep would be at fault. There, it was like, sorry, that's your problem. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I'm like, what the heck? It's just like totally different life. Well, Randy always had this like dream that he wanted a den. Like a den just seemed like man, right? Like if I could have a den with like boar heads and, you know, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Caribou or whatever halves. And yeah. so I was like, okay, like if you can afford a house with a den, like you can have a den. Like I'm fine with right. that. But we need to have like a, a, a space that's secluded from all the other like full body creatures in the house right like i need that stuff away yeah and so one time we went to randy's sister or brother's house for thanksgiving and the whole family's there and i go downstairs to take a nap because i love me a good nap and when i come upstairs um there's like this bear rug laying on the carpet and i'm like um whose bear rug is this you know and and asher's crawling in and i'm like hey get out of that like you're gonna get lice you know like i don't know what you're doing but get out of it you know and he's like he's like pushing on the tongue that's like solid right and he's just like yeah combing through the hair and i'm like get out get 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 sick Ugh. and like in unison all the sisters are sitting on the couch and in unison they're all it's your bear rug and I'm like, that is not my bear rug. And they're like, oh, yeah, it is. And I'm like, no, it's not. And they're like, yeah, it's Randy's. You guys are taking it home. Like, it's somebody else killed the bear somewhere and they didn't need the carcass. And so Randy well, took they, it. Yeah. So, so oh Randy said gosh. he'd take the rug home. And I'm like, no, I'm not, you know. And still Asher's just like becoming one with the bear. And I'm like, get out of there. <laughs> so uh, do you have the bear rug? So hold on. I call Randy and I'm like, uh, hey, I just came upstairs and there's a bear rug. And he's all, oh, yeah, I was meaning to talk to you about that. I'm like, no, no, no. No, no, no. You should have you should have talked to me about that. No meaning to. Like, when were we going to get around to this conversation? You don't have a den. Like, there's nowhere to put that, you know? And he's like, just just calm down. And I'm like, I don't know if I can. Like, I don't. Asher's not, playing that with thing the is tongue. not going in our car. Like, I'm not putting our children and a rolled up bear in our car. Like, you got to figure out what you're doing with this crap because that bear's not coming home with us. He's like, just chill out, okay? So he gets home and he's like, it's okay. Like, I, I somebody's got a cabin and they're going to have it in the cabin for me until we get our den. And I was like, okay, you can have your dang bear, but it's not coming. I don't care. How, I, you get it home some other way than like with us because I'm not getting fleas and whatever else comes with that thing. But And I don't want to see the bear until you have a den and he was like okay okay that's a promise so i don't actually know where the bear went i sit somebody's cabin somewhere waiting for the den waiting for the den to happen which will never happen <laughs> but yeah so i am a proud owner of a dead bear that's awesome yeah you should list it on ksl <laughs> i can track it down and I, guess what i don't want to 
It's, I'm not going to. I wonder what the going price is for a bear rug, a real bear rug. Well, Randy, well, that was one of his selling points when he was trying to tell me about it. He's just like, Kristen, do you know how much these things are worth? And I'm like, I don't really care how much these things are worth. Like, it doesn't matter. Are you, are you selling it? Because if you're selling it, then I would care. But the fact that we're you're keeping it, there's yeah, there's no price tag on it if it's ours. Hey, you know what? You should get it. And then you know how like grandmas put sticky notes on things like this is going to be left for this person. This is going to be left for this person. Leave it to your favorite child because if it's worth a lot of money. No, if, no, no. I'm leaving that to somebody I don't really like. Here's a bear rug. Yeah. <laughs> you're in a doorbell So they can be like, the are you rug. kidding me? This is what I get? A bear rug? Yeah, I know who I'm going to leave it to. <laughs> don't make any – don't don't give any ideas so the person is totally surprised. Yeah. I, you know, I, I love to leave surprises. Well, before we end this episode, I do want to say I love my husband dearly. And it is good that we both have differences that he grew up on a farm and I grew up in the city and we can try and bring them together. Agreed. I mean, I, I do think that there is something to the country life. Like I do – you know, when Randy would bring up his points about like, well, this is how I was raised and it was more respect and, you know, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. I'm like, I get that. I get that because yeah. kids these days don't have that kind of – Or the there. hard work ethic. Yeah. So I, I agree with you. There is there is some definitely some the good The farm things. is where it's at. But just don't bring the bear rugs home. Yeah. But thanks for joining us again today. This is Air Quotes. We're so happy to have you. Don't forget to follow – and also thanks to the pod mill for producing us. This is Chelsea. Don't forget to send the soda. This is Kristen. Have a nice life.